explain it. Why can't you just face it? You mad? You mad? <laughs> I got a lot to be mad about. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was thinking all that, that all the way wrong. I was like, what is happening? I don't know what's going on. Oh, y'all, I need you. <laughs> I don't know what Solange song I had in my I head while I was either. singing that. I just, I didn't know until just now that we were singing Solange. That was new <laughs> for me. Like, I think when you said, I, I got a lot go to back be mad about. That. I was like, okay. That's what I we can't even go back and fix that because I don't have the energy. That's I wanted to start the show off <laughs> with the proper tune. <laughs> and I think I got all discombobulated because it has already been a week. Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord, niggas. He's still worthy despite this Monday's attempts to take Jade and I out of here. I don't know. I mean, kick us right in the face, I tell you. Mm. Jade and kick I are right coming to you live and direct from the bowels of our feelings today. We are both dealing with very intense Mondays. Um, more more Monday than usual Monday. Yeah. Um, for several reasons, which we will get yeah. into. But just in the spirit of transparency, you know, we are going to do our best to get through today's show. And we're going to share with you what we're dealing with, respectively. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just gonna talk through it, man. It's just all mm-hmm. we have today, and I'm very yes. sorry. Forgive us. We will be back on track in the coming weeks. Yeah, but yes. today, <laughs> it's it's a no for me. Yeah. Um. Shout out to Jasmine Sullivan. Shout We're, out. Like. You 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 are having the best week ever. Yes, and you deserve. So we're very happy for you. Yes, we are super happy for you. Very proud. Yes, Um, I love seeing Jasmine get the flowers that she deserves. I mean, that she has deserved for so long. Yeah, like she's 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 past the expiration date on deserving of flowers. So we want to make sure we give shout out to her, uh, Jonathan Baptiste. Mm-hmm. Who, you know, I'm I I personally am just um I think it's so beautiful to see where he's at now. He's out here with Beck and winning awards. On the, isn't he like on the the t- he did the score? Col- what is of, it um, with uh one of those late night shows? One of those oh white Colbert men. yes, and and he also did the entire um soundtrack for uh, Soul. He's such a very I I am I love his spirit. So fun fact, when mm-hmm. I used to work at the jazz club, I always talk about um and I worked there for years, which is why. And it's also a very special place to me for a lot of the relationships that came from there. Um, but he was one of our regular artists who mm-hmm. would be at the club and would be playing and was always such a delight and so sweet and always had a really good energy to him. And so when I see people like that, that I have seen in one form and now to see them evolve so much within their craft and 
also get flowers that they deserve. I just think it's such a beautiful thing. And so I'm really happy for him. I'm so happy for Jasmine. Um, and all, all of the blacks that won, won Grammys this weekend, shout out to all of you. Um, that is about as much trash <laughs> as we possibly can muster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would you like to share why where, where your Monday is Mondaying um, first? Because mine is very long. So yes, very. Um, y'all know that I've been, just despite my efforts to be as diligent as possible, um, prioritizing my safety. I learned today that I tested positive for COVID nineteen. Um, I'm pretty sure, uh, you know, I have a friend of mine that I did see and come into contact with over the weekend, uh, let me know that she tested positive. I thought that we, I was going to be good because we were both masked. Um, but still somehow, some way, and I don't like, you know, we didn't spend a lot of time in each other's presence or company. Mm -hmm. There were no high fives or hugs and kisses or things like that, but still, um despite despite those things uh i tested positive for the virus today i do not feel amazing um mm -hmm. i'm grateful though that i still um have what i need um mm -hmm. and as safe as possible and uh so i've been you know talking with jade and toya and friends and my friend ricky's been very supportive helping shout out to you ricky shout out, shout to, ricky. out to you um, you know, I understand that as someone who has a, when my rheumatologist told me months ago that if I were to ever contract the virus, that she wanted me to get one of those multi-clonal antibody mm -hmm. infusions. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I got busy trying to figure out how to go about that. And I contacted Ricky and he gave me some names and places where I can go. Um, uh, so hopefully mm -hmm. going to try to get that tomorrow. Um, and, you know, I have a low-grade fever and um, what feels like a pretty bad sinus headache and a chest cold right now. I do have a bit of a cough, but it's nothing crazy. So my prayer is that I'll get through the night and then tomorrow I can get um, to wherever I need to go to get this infusion that will hopefully mm -hmm. help me to sort of ride this out, um, you know, um, as best I can, yeah. I guess is yeah. all, all I can say. It's yeah. I, what I didn't really expect, and I was sharing with Jay, you know, like the guilt and the disappointment of it is really a blow. Um, yeah. Because I have really, and, you know, I let people do what they feel comfortable doing, right? Mm -hmm. So I know that as mask mandates and things start to lift, um, folks have felt more comfortable to go outside and sort mm -hmm. of, you know, be free and um, mm -hmm. I'm I'm down with people doing what they're comfortable with I have yet to be comfortable without a mask so I've really have been trying to wear it I always wear it there's never a time <clears throat> when I'm outside my house or my car and I don't have it on but mm -hmm. you know I guess it seems like I was trying to do the right things and you know even despite that it seems you know I still have to deal with this but I know that it could be worse and I'm confident and I trust and I believe God that I'm gonna get through this just fine um you will I will have to do some adjustments I'm gonna miss Dr. Freeze Britt and Dr. Bridget Turner Kelly have a book release that's 
schedule for this week and I was supposed to go and be a part of that program. So I'm going to have to miss, miss that. But, um, you know, it'll be fine. And it's, that's always disappointing, but you, you take care of yourself and you know, you, you know, we will send prayers out for you and yeah, healing energy. And, you know, I'll be sending you all of the, all of the things to make for your immune system. Yes, I know. I know all the potions. Um, um, but yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, and I know right. that I'm going to be okay. It just was not what I expected to have to deal with this week. And so it's unfortunate, but we get into it and we're doing mm-hmm. what needs to be done. Um, so yeah, man, this thing is still out here. Y'all. Mm-hmm. I want, I want you all to be very careful to be diligent. Um, because it's still very much a thing. Yeah, very much so. And the the way people move. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, my week, how it started. Yes. It's Monday. It is. So as we all told you all. Um, and I get an email, two emails, actually, from the dean at my school about having a sit down and respecting one another. Now, I told you all, I feel like I told you all some weeks back about the boy who came to class with the strep throat after she told everybody he had strep throat. Mm-hmm. Did I tell that story here? Yes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Apparently, after that that uh, incident. I think he, he told it on the pre-show. So there was somebody in Jay's class who came to school with strep throat, told yeah. everybody that he had strep throat. Jay the day before. Culinary He was school. like. Yeah. Where they're yeah. preparing food. And food. this boy not knowingly and willfully came into a place where food is prepared with a very contagious condition. Common, but still contagious. Uh, mm-hmm. Strep throat. And so that's just the backstory. Go ahead, Jay. Yes. Thank you for truncating that because that's probably <laughs> much better than what I would have done. Um, in addition to that, he he emailed us earlier. I told you all day before. Told us, you know, I contracted, not gonna come today. Get, getting antibiotics. Came the next day and then argued me down because apparently twenty four hours is not the same to us. Mm. Um, and also twenty four hours is never enough time anyway. Like Z packs don't hit for forty eight. Like what you doing? So apparently he emailed the dean about that incident. And instead of saying what really happened, which is I spoke to the chef first because it's his classroom and told him I didn't feel comfortable. He then backed me up. I then respectfully asked old boy to come here and told him I didn't feel comfortable because it's such a a contagious um, virus. And he got offended. Mm. So he tells the dean, apparently, that we kicked him out. (laughs) He got kicked out of class. This is after you keep talking to me and I tell you to stay away from me. If you choose to stay in this space, keep your mask on and please just just keep away from me. And you keep going. And then you said out of the blue, well, if this is going to be a problem, I'm just going to leave. But then you say that you got kicked out. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So he emailed the dean about that. I didn't even know that because and the dean tried to use that as an excuse as a, with the conversation I'll get to later. This is a story. So y'all either like get you a drink and, and, <laughs> and you know, buckle up and sit in or you can go ahead and opt out now. <laughs> so this is this is our show today. So. um, So he tell you know, he emails him then fast forward. Remember, this boy came up to me. I ignored him solidly for a week. He came up to me at the end of the week and was like, I really don't like this energy. And <laughs> I would really love for us to just bury the hatchet on this. And I would never want to do anything that compromises you. I have so much respect for you. Blah, 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 blah. Never mention that you emailed the dean, but go off. So at that point, I'm like, I don't fuck with you. I didn't tell him that. I don't fuck with you, but I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't have to have no hostility towards you. Okay. So I was like, mm-hmm. All right, like, just know that I'm not ever going to be okay with those kind of actions. And I'm going to speak up and advocate for my own health in those types of situations. And if that's going to make you uncomfortable, then we're just going to be uncomfortable. He's like, no, I fully get it. Fast forward. This is also the same boy. It's two guys in the class specifically who refuse to wash their dishes. Now, let me explain culinary school to you. We're cooking. You are learning how to function in the kitchen. So you wash dishes, you wash, you clean as you go, you learn how to properly sanitize, and and you wash your own stuff as you clean as you go. But if you're back there, you pitch in because we are a kitchen, we are an ecosystem, we have to move together. Right. So we're all cooking things, we are all in school here, but somehow the things you're cooking seem to be so much more important that you dump your dishes consistently and run off saying oh i just have to go take care of this and then you know that they're going to get washed and everybody knows that your dishes because you also have your utensils that you've marked with this tape and everybody's well aware of what's yours and so some your dishes always get washed for you so the very last time i go back there to wash my dishes and his dishes are in the sink and he's scurrying off from the dish thing i have to just go take care of this dishes get washed but when I passed him, you know what I said? Mm-hmm. Wash your dishes. I said, wash your dishes, please. I was like, it's really getting old and tired that you keep dropping your stuff off and you're not contributing to how the kitchen is running running smoothly. Like, mm-hmm. that's not cool. Wash your dishes, please. I wash my dishes, Jade, and starts getting defensive. So you start yelling at me, I'm, I'm going to shut the fuck down. So he keeps going. I said, no, you don't. You do not wash your dishes. You do not like anybody telling you anything. And I'm sick of it. This is getting old and tired. He keeps talking. I said, stop talking to me. Stop talking to me. Leave me alone. Stop talking to me. When he kept going, I said, shut the fuck up. Well, I get pulled outside (laughs) by the chef. And I said, listen, I took accountability. My bad for yelling. I just, I, it, this is a situation that is old and tired long before, because you know we get a new chef every module. I said, it's old and it's tired. I said, and that's not the best way to handle it. Uh, so I apologize for that. I said, but I am frustrated. She's like, okay, well, in the future, just talk to me and, you know, I'll handle it. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to talk to you because I'm grown. But I didn't say that to her in the interest of keeping peace. But that's what I'm thinking to myself. I'm not going to talk to you. Mm-hmm. I'm just literally not going to talk to this nigga ever again in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, as f- for the remainder that we are in this program, you don't exist to me. Mm-hmm. I don't see you. That's just how I'm going to have to handle this to keep my own peace. Mm-hmm. I get an email today about sitting down 
from the dean in two phone calls. So I called back um, and I spoke to him and I told him, I voiced my frustration and he was like, well, we're going to have a sit down with the three of us. I said, I don't really see what that's going to solve, especially since he's gone so far as to building a case against me or whatever he thinks he's doing. I said, but whatever, fine. Get off the phone with him. I'm infuriated. Mm-hmm. So I get in the group chat because I'm not in the I'm not in the business of whispering behind closed doors and um, pretending like nothing is going on. Like I'm not gonna say one thing while we're in private and then say another thing. So I, I made sure that it was very clear. And I went right up in that class group chat and I said, I think it is disgusting how you are trying to build a case with the dean against me as opposed to you just literally taking accountability for your own actions and moving differently. Mm -hmm. I said, it is dangerous. I said, and it's microaggressive and I don't respect it. And he screenshots it and sends it to the dean. Hmm. So then I get another phone call. And he called, and I and Tristan was in the room. Thank God, I put the phone on speaker. And he said, "You sent another message." I said, "Another." I sent one message. You sent that after we got off the phone. I said, "I did." I said, "And let me." And and he continues on get with his frustration. I said, uh, "Before we continue on with this conversation, I'm gonna need you to change your tone because mm. I don't like how you're speaking to me." I said, "I'm a student, but I'm a grown woman." I was like, "So don't talk to me like that." I was like, and I don't like the fact that you already came into this conversation and came into this situation and you didn't ask me what was going on. You spoke at me about what he has reported to you. I said, and now we're in a situation where I don't feel safe because you want me to come have a sit down with two white men and you clearly have a bias. Mm. I would never, of course, I bring that up. And I would never want to. I, 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 I am not, that is not what I'm trying. I would like to find a resolve. I said, there is no resolve. I said, you keep talking about handling things respectfully. And I spoke to him respectfully initially on both of these instances, on both of these occasions. Mm-hmm. I said, let's call things things. He came to school sick. I told him that that wasn't safe. It wasn't cool. And I didn't feel safe. I said, and all of a sudden it turns disrespect because he doesn't like what's being told to him. I was like, and then he doesn't wash his shit. I was like, and we end up washing it. He goes, well, it's not your place. I said, it's not my place, but it's my place to wash the dishes. It's my place to get sick and bring that home to my kid, right? We're all adults and we're supposed to be able to speak to each other respectfully. When I did that, the, the script got flipped on me and now I'm all of a sudden some ferocious villain in here. I was like, do you see what's going on here? I was like, you don't. I said, and you're never going to understand because you have never been the only black person in the space and you ain't never been a woman in the space. And that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I understand. He got offended when I said that. And I was like, you're getting offended because I told you you ain't never been these two things. You do not understand me. So stop trying to tell me that you understand where I'm coming from. As if you understood where I'm coming from, you would not be doing all this back and forth with me and all this defensive bullshit. I was like, I'm sick to death of this. 
I was like, and now he's trying to build a case against me. And then this man going to go, you're not in trouble. You're not in trouble. I said, excuse me, this ain't never been about being in trouble. Do I need to remind you once again, I am a grown woman. This is not about being in trouble. I said, I'm paying a very expensive tuition for me to hone my craft. And I'm dealing with the childish bullshit. And when you all keep talking about being adults and speaking to each other respectfully, when I've done that, it gets flipped back on me. I was like, there is no resolve here. And now you want me to sit in a space with the two of you where I don't feel comfortable and I don't feel safe and I don't feel represented. To which he said. We'll, we'll, we'll just sit down and talk about. I said, then we will. We will sit down. I said, but you know what? I don't have nothing else to say. So I want you to be sure that when I come into that sit down, I ain't got shit to say. I was like, if I need to get me some legal representation or some shit like that, I'll do it. He's like, no, 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 we don't. Uh, don't start getting nervous now, nigga. Don't do that. So then I have to say, <clears throat> I'm really grateful. And I'm really, first of all, Gen Z, I know we talk shit, <laughs> but y'all really, y'all really be doing the work sometimes. My classmates, I told them what was going on. And the one white girl, not the one, but, you know, there's a couple. Mm -hmm. but, but one of them wrote out an email. She sent it to everybody. She asked people to sign it if they agreed. And she sent it to the dean, um, expressing how they are not comfortable with how this situation is being handled. They don't like how uh, the narrative is being spun on, they said person of color, but you know, mm. on the black lady in the class. And they were like, she's been nothing but respectful and professional and straightforward this entire time. And I really, really am very grateful that they even, they didn't have to do that, but they chose to do that. Yes, that's very decent of them. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um I appreciate that, you know, and I know we talk a lot about what white people should be doing. You should. But this so is when the they found that out, you sort of put your privilege yeah, where your mouth is. Exactly. And I'm grateful that they did. That's why I'm grateful that they did that. Mm -hmm. They didn't just sit back and say, man, that's really fucked up. They actually took some action to try to show why it's fucked up. And Absolutely. so um, and signed all their individual names. So I thought that was really dope. Um. But when I tell you the fury and the fire that lives within me for this boy, like I don't have nothing nice for this dude and I'm not going to do nothing. That's not a threat, but I don't have nothing good in my spirit for him. Nothing. And I think it is so foul that you try to use your mental health. You try to use being held accountable Cause I and don't Amir put yeah. in front of you. I don't. I think I don't that is so like, what, fucking wet. What was wack. the end game? What was his expectation for reaching out to right. the dean? What did he want? You trying to get me kicked out? Right. Is that what you're trying to do? Like you're so fucking foul. I don't have nothing good for you. Nothing good for you. I wish nothing good for you. I don't wish nothing bad on you. I wish nothing good for you. I have nothing for you. Cause you don't. You don't give a fuck about me. You wanted to take your white privilege and your entitlement and the fact that you literally don't want to be told anything and use that to your advantage. It's disgusting. And then you claim to be of a marginalized community 
and you try to use that to your advantage. But you that at the end of the day, you still a white man who's trying to use your white privilege to get my black ass kicked out of school. All because I asked you to not show up sick and for you to wash your dishes. That is literally it. All things that we are all responsible for doing as adults. And it's a white man handling this situation who literally is just looking at me as an angry, aggressive black woman. And I don't like using that narrative as my fuel for things like like that's not I'm not going to just throw that in there just to be throwing it in there. But that's exactly what you're doing. They're treating me like I'm some feral animal because I'm calling shit to the table. And I think that's so fucked up. It's okay for him to build a case. When I speak to you respectfully, the same thing y'all keep talking to me about, you can't handle it. And then when you pension me under the table and I ask you to leave me alone and I react, all of a sudden I'm wrong. I told you to leave me alone. You decided you was going to stay here sick. I said, stay away from me then and keep your mask up. Just and leave me alone. You keep talking to me. Then the other time, I'm stop talking to me. At this point, there is no resolve for this. You keep talking to me, and now I've had to tell you to shut the fuck up. I'm just, I'm so, I'm so. And then I find out that the new chef also reports that I was the aggressor. I'm like, oh, okay, bet. Cool. Thanks, lady. Yeah, it's so just- that's. I went from having a very pleasant and really like to right now I'm fucking seething. I'm seething. I'm seething. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's unfortunate. And I wish that I had words to tell you or say that. No. I mean, you're upset. You're seething. And I'm sad and sick. (laughs) (laughs) And people are like, why did y'all record? Exactly. (laughs) Because I, I because in 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 the interest of transparency in the in in, in the interest of adulting, seeding sometimes this sick. is what it be That's like. That's what we'll name the episode. <laughs> seething yeah. sad, seething and sad and sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the interest of transparency and how sometimes, you know, we've talked about creative blocks before, and sometimes as a collective, you having a bit of a time, and we all kind of gotta like. Grab come to the each table other. and we had our plan and we were ready to just go forth with what we had to do but we wanted to just be honest that both of us have had very trying days and are sort of dealing with things mentally and emotionally um mm-hmm. and so we didn't want to just be out here lying and acting like everything was amazing uh-uh. when the truth of the uh-uh. matter is you know we're sort of negotiating some some unforeseen and unfortunate circumstances between the both of us. Yeah. Um, so we talk, we tell the truth at the kitchen table. We tell y'all that you are welcome to be honest with us. So we want to be mm-hmm. honest with you. And we appreciate you guys giving us a space to to do that. Yeah. Yes, we do. We do want to shout out um in on on a light note. Mm-hmm. We want to shout out um sisters Mm -hmm. shari and whitney who were married this weekend congratulations Um, so happy for them and it was such a beautiful they both look stunning they both both look look stunning 
genuinely happy, which was warming That's, to my heart. And that was that was the part right there. You could feel the love and the um and the happiness and the relief mm-hmm. even because they had hard weeks before this because you already know what comes with wedding planning and then on top of that you've they had a number of um curveballs big curveballs that came in the process uh things happen and it's so funny I, i'm gonna tell this little story for them because mm-hmm. they and what's crazy is they both put it in their vows and the other one didn't know because it was oh. something that happened so last minute so in in the midst of everything just kind of going left you know a lot of big things going left all at once um you know they were getting overwhelmed and frustrated and you know it had gotten to a point and they were sitting in the car or riding in the car and playing music and lauren hill and d'angelo's nothing even matter comes on and they both just had to had to sigh a sigh of relief like you know what this day is about us and whatever comes with that, we're going to just take that because it's, it's about us. But the beautiful part was that they both put it in their vows that, that moment and didn't know the other one had put it in their vows. Um, and many other sentiments that were really beautiful. I also, the support and the love of their families lovely, and their loved ones. Whitney is a Delta. So her line sister showed up for her outside in the cul-de-sac because of COVID. Mm. They came and showed up and did uh, the circle around mm-hmm. her. You know, when when one of their sisters gets married, I don't know what the official term is. I don't want to be disrespectful. You know, they did a dance in the cul-de-sac. They just celebrated her for a moment outside. And I thought it was beautiful that her line sisters just poured in just to celebrate her for that moment because they kept things very intimate because of covid so it was literally like eight of us um so i thought that was such a beautiful moment um and also the fact that uh whitney is a faith-based um she's a minister Mm -hmm. at spellman um and works in ministry at spellman and she talks a lot about uh the being being of the lgbtqia community and a woman of faith at the same time Mm -hmm. in those intersections. And I think it's so beautiful to see that they were able to celebrate their love Mm -hmm. in their faith, the way that they really wanted to with scripture and communion and all of that. And it was still this beautiful union of these two beautiful women. Um, it sounds like and an amazing celebration, and it was. It was so good it to was. see them at the end of the day. I'm glad that you all called us on the Facetime. Everyone looked amazing, and everyone looked joyful. Um, yeah. And so I'm very happy for Whitney and Shari, and um, so happy for you them. know. I'm just and so grateful. grateful. Yeah, I'm very grateful yeah. to be a part of their their village for sure. Yeah, same. Same. I'm grateful to have them a part of mine as well. Absolutely. Shari and I have seen each other through really huge moments in our adulthood. Both, you know, both weddings 
She was in the delivery room while I was having Noah. Mm -hmm. So we've shared some really intimate um, and beautiful moments throughout the transition of, uh, you know, of, of growing up. We've been friends for like 16, 17 years. So I just, it was, it, it really was my honor and my privilege to just be there as a support system for her and to be a part of, um, of their union of their 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 union of people around them, their community, their village of love that is so much bigger than who was there. For sure, um, I was grateful for that. So, very shout out proud, to you all. Very proud of, of them. Shout out to you all. Absolutely love um, y'all. Love you so much. We'll do a little black woman self care and a petty peeve, and then I think we're gonna close this out. I think we deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> um. We will, uh, we talked a little bit about Grammys, I think, in the pre-show and a little earlier. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I kind of watched very, not really intent intently, but I did have it no. on. I saw a few things. Um, I think one of the, well, we saw Anderson, pa did you see Anderson Pack in uh, Bruno Mars? I did not. I'm, I'm. Um... Anderson Pack had on like a mushroom wig. So I saw, I thought I saw a glimpse of that. Like, yes. and you know, as I saw another screen. It was screen given very much stiff wear, stiff wear. Okay. And he did his, <laughs> he did his, more than his fair share of shaking. Yeah. It's very, <laughs> I mean, somebody bumped, the, stiff somebody wear. bumped the mess out of that wig. I mean, it was just so voluminous. And then just like, did and they comb it? No, it was very like, and it was even. So it was not only bumped, but it was the cut. Okay, I mean, so he was giving you black it beetle. Was giving, like it was giving Ringo Star. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, was. yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> and so and so they won. They won. Uh, I think in all the categories that they were nominated, I believe they took the wow. I, I believe because at one point they got up and talked about it being a clean sweep. Uh huh. And so I, I think that means that they won. Okay. All of their uh, listen. We got uh, Doja Cat and SZA. I mean, SZA hobbled up there, uh, but she had on crutches and <laughs> high heels, so I was confused. <laughs> um. Uh, let's see what else did I want to say. Uh, I, we shouted out Jasmine in the beginning, but that Absolutely. outfit. We did not shout out that outfit. Christian Syriana. That outfit. It was given mm. suited and mm. booted. The boobs were seated appropriately. Ooh. I mean, okay, sitting everything up, was where like it, it should have been. The ponytail was ponytailing. Everything okay. was in place. The shades and were shady. We are very, 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 very proud of and happy for Jasmine Sullivan. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, the fact that, you know, this album, you mm. know, she mentioned in her in one of her uh, acceptance speeches how the how the album really became a mm -hmm. safe space for Black women to process their decisions, good and bad. Yes. Um. And and really, you know, learn and grow from mm -hmm. things that they've learned and experienced through their relationships, situations, and also learn not to judge themselves and judge and one another, see so, themselves differently, see each other differently. It was different. Tell shout out to Antoinetta. Yes. It it was it was it's just it was really beautiful to sort of see, mm -hmm. um, the community that has sort of generated through this album, and it really Absolutely. was just a beautiful expression of how art is um how art does that in a very seamless yeah. 
and a seamless way that connects yeah. all of us. Um, let's see what else. Did I, I like Silky say? Shocky. I silky I still shocky. giggle. I love. I, I like them, but I still giggle at all the people who uh, are like, "Yeah, I like them better separately." <laughs> <laughs> it just really. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. <laughs> that when I see I those comments, I mean, they tickle me. <laughs> they tickle. Me. It's interesting, right? And so they were out there, sort of appropriating in the ways that they typically do. But um, you know, it is what it is. And uh, I deserve to be with somebody as fly as me. It's very, somebody it's just a show. Fly. Like, it's just like a cartoon. <laughs> yes. It's like, yes. it's just real life. Um, you can't even be mad when they're like, I'm just smoking like, out the window. I'm just like, are they kidding? Like, I'm just like, they're they're serious. Wow, Say this is fascinating. This bitch uh, John Batiste, uh, Billie <laughs> yes. Eilish was kicking around water. I don't know I, who any um, of these other people are. Olivia Rodrigo won something. We did this at the we did this at the Oscars. Yeah. I don't know these people, but you yeah, know, everyone was there. Um, uh, I'm glad Doja Cat got her moment. She's talking about retiring. I mean, from what? And I don't know, okay. uh, <laughs> but All be right. real honest with you. But she makes me laugh. I think she's an entertaining, and she's also very talented. I'm not. I don't like. I don't. That. I don't go and listen to her music if I am being. I honest, saw the but BTS I boys for the first time her. in my life. Oh, you did. You saw. I'd never them. seen them. I'm like, who yeah. are these Asian young ladies? Oh, okay. Oh my god. <laughs> um. But once I, okay, okay, this is all right. Okay. Yeah. This the jackets were very much giving like Claire Huxtable for me. Like they're they're giving like eighties mom. Like their outfits oh, are yes. very like yes. you know yes. it's like that's the thing with these with the young with the you them um the Jamaican the oh, non Jamaican reggae right so wow. right what a time. reggae white band uh, yeah who won with all of these actual Jamaican reggae artists I think Spice was in that category Spice was in the category um and they won and i had uh, a friend of mine who makes music tanil shout out to tanil um she's one of our old co-workers um but she makes music from the bronx bx mm-hmm. stand up um she lives in jamaica and she she said this is some real bullshit like you know people of color in america be having a lot of work to do to break chains from the pain of our ancestors but y'all american rich white men in charge y'all really got to do the same y'all ancestors is some savage conquerors involved in erasure stripping our shit from us rebranding and forcing it back onto us mm. like she went into a whole a whole to do and she said and fuck the band for accepting it. And you could see <laughs> I saw the clip. You could see the discomfort. They knew they wasn't supposed to be there. I I mean it was it was interesting. The whole thing was like, "Oh wow, this is really happening." Yeah. Um Nas performed, which was a highlight. I didn't expect it. Okay. Okay. Um, he was there. Did you know, he did well. I enjoyed mm-hmm. him. Uh, and some other comments that I have seen center around there was a sort of a moment um, for Ukraine and the president okay. of Ukraine spoke John Legend sung a tribute because you know we can always count on John the missionary. yes John the yeah. missionary Baptist legend yeah. and um 
Pentecostal, actually. That's Whoa. his. That's his what. Re- right. I understand what his what he grew <laughs> oh, up yes. as. I'm saying yes. that his sound is very yeah. missionary Baptist. Mm. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yes. Yeah, so you know mm-hmm. there was there was a moment um the memoriam i think was my hot, was you know not to be that sounds bad but there was no, a, a medley okay. with cynthia revo leslie odom jr uh uh and two of the other broadway children they okay, saw so a medley cynthia revo mm. you know now you know how this, we, this, feel. This, we can right, just yes. stop right there that's why i was going to that's literally where i was going to leave it we i was going to leave it there right and there. just say despite Listen, anything else I'm that lady you, can sing all of them whatever's all of going them. on in her spirit out of it yes um, um i'm telling you all of them yeah sung their faces off i didn't even it see was, it but it was I a just tribute to seen... Stephen sondheim oh uh, which was quite nice. And they did a medley of his songs that featured uh, Cynthia Revo, Leslie Adam Jr., Ben Platt, and the young lady from West Side Story, Rachel Ziegler. Ziegler. Okay. They performed a medley of of all a lot of several Stephen Sondheim songs. And when I tell you, like, mm. the vocals were vocaling in a way mm. that was like... Wow, the highlight of the whole night for me. Like after they finished, mm. I was like, "Well, I can cut the TV on off and go on to bed because okay, we have we have heard all that we needed to hear. Um, it was so great. That was really the yeah. highlight of the night for me. Um, I need to go watch that clip. I my highlight because <clears throat> I didn't watch it, but just from the clips that I saw, mm-hmm. was. Uh, Outside of Jasmine winning, Billy Porter um, <laughs> presenting her announcing it and calling it yes, but specifically when he called it hose tells. Uh huh. <laughs> so what we love about Billy Porter is that like he has this auntie quality mm-hmm. that yes. you know standing up there in his Versace hot pinks and this because he even before he even said it he did the auntie look when yes. he looked at the paper and, and he, he was, was like. like uh, mm. So he gave like, us a little not, shoulder shimmy. Like, yes, all right. He was excited like, to announce it. And I, I love that lived. feeling. Yes. Yeah. It was, oh, it was and then the there was a moment. meme of somebody who was behind Jasmine and somebody said, Look like Luther I thought Andros. Luther came back from I the mean, day. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold you up. Now y'all know I don't play uh, about my auntie Luther Ronzoni. Okay, Vandross. we love Ronzoni. But okay, don't play. The, like the photo, I mean, this I don't know who this man is. It was low key frightening, but he looked like he could be kin to to Auntie Luther. Now I'm not gonna hold. Well, you I up. feel like Luther's spirit was in the Grammys. I'm sure I, I could totally, totally, especially see that. with Jasmine winning. Like I feel like oh, it you know, was yeah, but you know, it seems good like part of his work. We saw Meg The Stallion. Uh, We've seen uh, a lot. Yeah, we see Justin a lot. Bieber performed. I love it. Okay, um, does he still have those little rats in his head? No, he, but you know, it was the only white boy. He was the stage was filled with black men and he was okay. there singing about this song. And I, and you know, I was on the <laughs> phone on the phone with my mom while he was, uh, singing while he about was this performing. Song. And, um, my mom was like, Justin Bieber's, isn't that the young man that got saved? <laughs> I said, yes, that's what I heard. I did hear that. And I was like, uh, you know, I was like, he got on some patent leather pants right now. And so she cut it on. <laughs> and of course, in that song, you know, it's about uh, 
peaches in Georgia and I get my weed from California. Oh, so they, yeah. you know, they, they, I get my um, peaches out of Georgia. So they were bleeping out <laughs> the listens. weed from California part. So literally uh-huh. they would just say they, they were bleeping it out. Right. And so uh-huh. my mom was like, is he cussing? I said, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know. The... She was like, oh, he's backsliding. I said, no, that's not what's happening. It's not okay, but okay. So <laughs> No, that's not what's happening. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's fine. I did watch the Oscars. The young man, Trevor Noah, did a good job hosting. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, it was, it was delightfully uneventful. Considering okay. the award oh, show yeah. trauma mm-hmm. we have experienced as of late, it was a very boring night, and we were grateful. We were very grateful okay, for that. We were very sounds grateful. pleasant. Silky Shocky seemed like they entertained. Silky Shocky and... kept us all in laughs and stitches, mm-hmm. which was just exactly. They were just. Now, did they perform once? They, or were they, they like opened, throughout. They opened the okay. show, but they they you know were seated at the table front and center. And so every time they won an award, they put on a little show. See, okay, okay, because they, you know how they do. Yeah, let me tell you something. <laughs> but That's yeah, some it good was cocaine a, between those I two. I mean, I mean, <laughs> hot as giraffe pussy. But you can tell that they were enjoying themselves, and I guess that is all that really truly matters. <laughs> um, I feel like there was something else I wanted to say, but I can't remember right now. Yeah. Oh, I was going to tell you, Jay hasn't watched it yet, but I had the opportunity to watch. Uh, Rathaniel, which is uh, That's on Jared Carmichael's um, latest HBO special. And mm-hmm. I I implore you all to give it a watch because I feel like this yeah. will make for some good conversation. Um, he's very uh, transparent and sort of uh, opens up to us about um, himself and his family history in a way that is both endearing and thought-provoking. Mm-hmm. Um, We're going to talk about it a little bit more in detail on the Patreon. Absolutely. Uh, I really so. enjoyed it. It w- it seemed yeah. like a conversation. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And I think that it's a dope way. Uh, and I think it, it really cause does start a lot of of, of good conversations. But it's primed mm-hmm. to start a lot of good conversation in our communities. Specifically around secrets and the mm. impact of secrets. Mm. on our families generationally what kind of precedents does secret set within um within our families within ourselves how we see ourselves how we see the world around us how we come mm-hmm. to love and value ourselves in a particular way oh, there when we are sort of exposed to secrets you know i think that i think and that that's something that's real for a lot of us right um mm-hmm specific to 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 his uh circumstances and then just more broadly we all yeah. have been sort of taught and socialized to sort of keep things mm-hmm. in this house tight-lipped right yep. but and, you know i i get that but also like what what are the implications of secrets and so i feel like that I, after jay watches it we're gonna we're gonna dig down and deal yeah. with that a little bit but shout out to him uh from what i understand he also hosted snl this week um, I haven't had a chance to watch that, but I heard that he, watch them both. he dealt specifically with Chris Rock and Will Smith. So it'll be okay. interesting to see his take on I'm on interested because uh, Rothaniel's take. Yes. And he uh, explains 
yeah. the name, which is so like black. I love how quintessentially yes, his name is a fusion of both of his grandfather's names. Okay. Mm, which, which is a theme which we will talk which about. Which does sort of also yeah. sort of their character, who they were, how they lived their lives, also trickle down and impacted his life in a very specific way. And so, yeah. you know, it's just like, wow, this is some real mm. stuff. Let's dig in and deal with it. But I'm all I'm all for moving on to the black women self-care so we can wrap this up. Yes, yes. Let's get you in the bed. Let's move on to this self-care. Yes. All right. Spring is here, allegedly. And you all already know how we feel here at Getting Grown about spring cleaning. But spring cleaning does not just include your house or your car. It includes yourself as well. So take yourself a real spring break and book yourself a moment of smooth at the European Wax Center. Whether you're going far away or sticking closer to home, the getaway that you're dreaming of is closer than you think. Take a real spring break at the European Wax Center. Our expertly trained wax specialists will make you feel brand new. So don't wait for summer to get away from it all and recharge. Book yourself a moment of smooth with the wax experts. When you visit European Wax Center, you get the best by the best. Their certified wax specialists are expertly trained in prepping, protecting, and pampering your skin. Okay, three Ps, very important ones. The European Wax Center online booking system makes getting a reservation simple and straightforward, just like I like it. You can also use the EWC app to book your waxing service. The secret is their signature comfort wax. It's a proprietary blend of beeswax sourced from Europe and other skin soothing ingredients that allow us to remove hair easily for a virtually pain free experience. I self care for me is taking care of myself. And part of that is getting the hair off of my body. And if I'm going to do that, I'm going to do that in a way where I feel like I'm on a vacation because that is what I deserve. I work very hard. So I love the European Wax Center because it doesn't just feel like I'm walking in to get my eyebrows waxed or my personables. I'm a, I go in and I feel like I'm literally on a mini vacation. That's how you should feel when you're going for your services. Take a real spring break and book yourself a moment of smooth at the European Wax Center. Make a reservation today. Your first wax is free. Uh, perhaps you've noticed that the entire world is a complete dumpster fire. Well, work wives, best friends, and comedy writers, Amy Aniobi and Grace Edwards are here to help. On their new weekly podcast, The Antidote, Grace and Amy open up and share it all. Everything from the cultural moments that light them up and help them escape the madness of this crazy world, uh, activities that bring them joy and laughter, and other creative inspirations that they have. Are you inspired by bubble bath, hot tea, or an episode of Drag Race? Great. You too will fit right in with Amy and Grace. They're also sharing all their personal strategies that they use to cope in these wild, unprecedented times, honey, amidst the bummer news that threatens to steal their joy each and every day, honey. Let me tell you what, not today, Satan. You get away from here with your ugly self, you devil. Grace and Amy have the antidote. They'll also invite inspiring special guests to share their own antidotes to life struggles and conversations that get, get deep and 
Keep it real. Join Grace, Amy, and their exciting guests for something we all need, a show that focuses on joy. This is The Antidote. Follow The Antidote wherever you get your podcasts. I deserve So my self-care this week is that I got to hug my mother for the first time in three years. We love that. Yeah, she was, it was really, really... I saw, I've seen my dad since the pandemic, I think once, but um, I saw my mom for the first time and, and I got me a good old, big old mom bear hug. Mm. You know, I was like, please don't cry. She was like, I might cry a little. I was like, just please walk. Okay. So walk away when you do it. (laughs) (laughs) But it was real. I only got to see my parents for about half an hour, but it was really nice to be able to see them both and. Um, I had my cousin take a couple pictures of us, so they were just loving up I on saw me. Them. Very, very I'm the nice. oldest, so it was just you know, it's just like the original you three. Need real that quick, time. you need the time. Um, no matter it, what, yeah. it's always good to reconnect. So I'm glad that you Absolutely. got to do that. It was a very quick turnaround, but I'm really glad that that happened. And you know, it was just it was just nice to get a hug from my mother. You know, even. Even in whatever dynamics of relationships we ever talk about and all kinds of things, it's still it's still nothing like getting a hug from your mother. Nothing you know, like if you it. rock with her like that. Uh, so For I know sure. some people don't rock with their mothers like that. We'll be very honest. And we get it. Um, but even when you do have some difficult dynamics, if you do rock with your mother to a certain extent, then there's still nothing like a, a hug from her. So... Uh, it was beautiful. And that was my self-care. That really just gave me what I needed. I am very glad that you got to have uh, that experience with your parents. Thank you. Um, I know that it has been a long time. So I'm very glad that you. It's been a long time. You got to What's do your that. self-care? Um, I think my self-care going forward this week is what I'm going to plan to do. I have decided that I'm not going to disclose this information my most you know what i've learned about my recent status <laughs> as okay. it relates to covid-19 i'm going to keep that to myself um i'm not going to tell my mom right away i think that right now i don't have a lot of information once i sort mm-hmm. of see my doctors and um you know hopefully get the treatment in place hopefully i can get one of these infusions i feel like i will want to tell her when i know you know, what my options are and when I, Mm -hmm. to be able to tell her that I've already had the infusion or I'm on, you know, one of the antiviral medications, Mm -hmm. I think that will help her uh, to sort of process and deal with it. Right now, (laughs) I think both of us would be pretty panicked um, Mm -hmm. and concerned. And so I've been sort of going back and forth with whether or not to tell her and I'm not going to keep it from her, but I'm going to just sort of be selective and intentional about how I relay that information in ways that sort of prioritize her emotional safety and wellness and mine as well. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah, I'm grateful. Listen, sometimes you got to make decisions for the your own mental health. And I'm also you know going I'm to saying? try not to beat myself up about this. Um, COVID guilt is real, y'all. Uh Jay was there right as I sort of learned it. And, you know, I didn't really think, you know, you know, we always knew that there was a chance that this, you know, any one of us could get it because this is just 
a, a something that's been so widespread. Just, it's yeah. literally everywhere. Um, but I have to be honest that it really sort of, you know, it was a gut punch to sort of think that despite all the ways that I've been really trying to be vigilant these last three years and keeping myself safe, it felt like I had messed up, um, mm. you know, or I had, mm. you know, made a mistake or was somehow irresponsible. And mm. so, you know, if I allow my, if I, if I sort of, uh, if I work hard to make sure that I'm thinking about this from a rational place and not an emotional place, I'm trying to figure out how to honor my feelings. It's okay to be sad and disappointed and even a little stressed out or worried, mm. but I have to be, I have to to sort of operate in my faith, know that God is going to continue to keep his promises to keep me safe and see me through this. And I'm grateful yeah. that even despite, you know, this, uh, you know, I have all that I need in terms of access and provision to care, um, pr- provision for getting the care that I need to sort of see myself through this. And I don't take that for granted so i trust i trust that all will continue to be well Mm -hmm. um and that i will sort of you know continue to process this from a good place i i uh support you um in in that and will continue to encourage you if you start to get into low places but i'm glad you're gonna keep that at the forefront because you ain't done nothing wrong so I know this episode has been one big petty peeve, but we're still doing them anyway. So I think we should head on over there. <laughs> I am on board with this plan. By now, you've already met Cairo, my little homeboy. But if you haven't, let me refresh your memory. He's a curious and friendly little seven-year-old who's determined to navigate life. Where? In the big city. With a little help from his parents and his older brother, Omari. The Adventures of Cairo is a show for the whole family that brings you stories about kindness, courage, and so much more. Like why division homework is the worst. And in each episode, Cairo's adventures impart lessons that will stick with your kids. Like when Cairo learns the importance of sharing when a school hosts a winter clothing drive. Or when Omari teaches Cairo the best way to make a new friend is just to be yourself. Whenever Cairo doesn't know what to do, he leans on his friends and family to lead the way. The Adventures of Cairo podcast shows that even though being a kid is hard work sometimes, you can have a lot of fun learning along the way. Listen to The Adventures of Cairo wherever you get your podcasts. Now that spring is well underway, let's swap out those cool winter looks with the spring refresh. Our friends at Ulta Beauty recommended a few of their following must-haves for springs. And lady, let me, ladies, let me tell you, well, everyone... Ladies, gents, whosoever, makeup enthusiasts alike, let me tell you that a lot of the things on this list are also on my list. A lot of these brands are my favorite brands as well. Let's start with the eyes. Juvia's Place. Juvia's Place has all the eyeshadow palettes that you need. They have uh, three-pan eyeshadow palettes, four-pan eyeshadow palettes. They have themes, the Allure 3 eyeshadow palette set. Um, you know, they have Queen series, all of these beautiful, rich, pigmented shades. Um, they have palettes that hold up to six shades in each palette, and they'll give you a bright, refreshed look to get all of your eyeshadows 
uh, looks on and popping for the spring. Next, you want to check out this staple, Black Opal True Color Skin Perfecting Stick Foundation. I actually have some on my desk right now because this is a cult classic. This is one of the go-to, your faves, faves makeup artists got Black Opal Foundation in their kit because um, it has it comes with SPF 15 and it comes in 21 shades. This long-wearing foundation delivers full coverage with a velvety finish to define your natural features. You want to complete this initial spring refresh with the Minted Cosmetics Lip Gloss. These lip glosses are buttery smooth, non-sticky, perfect for day-to-night wear, and they come in seven colors. My personal favorite, Sin Nudes. Okay, self-explanatory. But remember, this is only the beginning of your spring refresh, so head on over to Ulta Beauty and shop now, in-store or online, for all of your essential spring refresh looks. Happy beatings, ladies. Beat those mugs. <laughs> and I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister, because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey, honey. All right, my petty peeve, y'all. I, I mentioned this briefly on Twitter because um, somebody sent me today a video of Paula Patton desecrating some fried chicken on the internet. And so my petty peeve mm. is for Paula Patton. So Paula Patton shared, quote, her mom's recipe, her mom's fried chicken recipe. Now, sis. I'm looking it up. In this video... The first step that Paula says in sort of preparing her mother's fried chicken <laughs> is rinsing the chicken in cold water. She then oh placed the chicken into a bag of unseasoned flour, coated this wet chicken with this bleached flour, Put it directly into hot grease, right? Then she seasoned the chicken. Like she took Laurie's season salt, black mm, pepper, and I mm-hmm. think like, I believe it was paprika. Paprika, mm-hmm. black pepper, and Laurie's. She seasoned the chicken. Avocado oil don't have no place. And she seasoned this. the chicken. She seasoned after she'd already breaded the chicken. So the what's this Frank's? What's happening with this Frank? She she put all of that on the chicken as it was cooking into the grease. The Frank's as well. Yes, she put that into grease. Into huh. grease. She put the okay. Laurie's on the chicken in the grease. So she seasoned oh. the grease. She didn't season the chicken. Wow. I have never seen anything in all of my African American life. This flower is very well. I have never seen anybody prepare chicken in this way. And she and she and she posted this video. She was proud of it. She said it several times that this was her mom's recipe. Mm hmm. Are these tenders or these are drummettes? Oh, drummettes. Oh, they're drummettes. They I'm are looking. drummettes. Okay. And she tasted I mean, one you can of them. Do the avocado oil? I just I'm not going to spend that much money frying chicken and avocado. She tasted oil this greasy, this seasoned grease, breaded chicken. She cut one open to make sure it was done. And she tasted that one, and then she sat up in the camera and talked about how delicious it was. And I just felt. Oh, I'm watching her season the chicken in the grease. I just she's seasoning the top of the grease, and then she turns the chicken over. 
in the grease. And it's not even bubbling. Like, it's not frying. Oh, yes, it is. But still, ooh, why are they? Oh, they're so white. Nothing about this is is correct. Nothing about it. Not one single solitary thing is right. And so. Wow. um, Gorgeous kitchen, though. I said on Twitter (laughs) that she uh, desecrated some, some chicken. Several people have jumped into my comments uh, about it, my my uh, mentions about it. And so I, I wanted that to be my petty peeve. I don't even know who I'm mad at, Paula Patton or her mama or who, whosoever thought it was a good idea to put this on the internet. Either way, it's a no all around for me. I would just like to say that um, when I Googled it to see the video, before the video came up, uh, these comments came first. Oh, wow. When I think of people who might throw down frying chicken, hashtag Paula Patton isn't one of them. among them. She made a video thinking she was stunting and clowned herself. Okay. I mean. Number two, Paula Patton, my love, your mother's fried chicken recipe is a short a few dollars. Y'all need to regroup. <laughs> um, Paula Patton, dinner's ready. We're having fried chicken tonight. Me, gif of Forrest Gump running. Um no, I don't want no parts of it. Yeah. I mean it's her rinsing this chicken and somebody cold called water. oh Jamel Hill called it insurrectionist fried chicken. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> um, okay, listen. <laughs> Paula Patton frying chicken went exactly how I thought Paula Patton frying chicken went. And go. this is the thing, right? <laughs> this is the thing that I That's I too what? was like, okay, so listen, is, <clears throat> did Robin step out because he was hungry? Maybe the boy had had a decent meal. She really not excusing his infidelity. See, I'm wa- she's seasoning the oil. And did you just wait until you wait until she turns it over? Oh, I just saw it. It was like brown, but like white on the edges. And the seasoning, the lorries is literally floating at the top of the grease. It's not on yes. the chicken at no, all. No, it's sitting on top of the actual avocado oil. I said, let me tell you what Paula Patton needs to get from around me. Okay. She got to stop. And I'm like, who said this was a good idea? Whoever encouraged her to up. do this or whoever... You know, if it was her idea and she presented it to somebody, whoever's holding the camera, whoever uploaded it, I th- listen. Somebody needs to be h- held responsible. Wow. That's just—it's just—it is egregious. I've never seen I, anyone like this, abuse this chicken in this way. Grease, once she put the pepper and the paprika and the lorry, <sighs> like it is literally, and then oh my—it's like black. And then white because it's like burnt. It's like the the, the it's flower, a Michael Jackson song. The flower itself is like brown, right? Because this she, is jungle fever fried it's chicken. It's awful. The chicken itself is really white and bland because it's not been seasoned at all. It's literally just flour coated chicken. This is jungle fever fried chicken. It is so very wrong. And if there are people who have to eat like this. I am very sorry. If there are people who have only had fried chicken prepared this way, I just shudder at that at that thought. What is happening here? What does it all mean? Also, I just thought about what an awful term jungle fever was. It's really pretty terrible. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. God, da- you know what? There was a reason that's the one Stevie Wonder song I hate outside of Happy Birthday. Oh. 
But Jungle Fever is terrible. Oh my God. It's pretty bad. I literally just thought about that. Yes. So what's your petty peeve? Uh, my flight was delayed four and a half hours on, but four hours and 45 minutes to be precise on Friday. Flight delays are which, just a certain kind of oppression. It, it really is. It robbed me of dinner helpless. with my parents. It's so like, it's just like, what type of insufferable torture? Especially when you're going for a quick turnaround of a trip. So I was supposed to arrive at like 6.30 and I ended up getting in at like almost midnight. Was that like just weather? wipes away. Yeah, apparently it was bad weather in Florida. You know, and I understand that's out of everybody's control, but I heard Florida and I was like, hmm, another reason to blame you all for something. Because <laughs> they threw off all the flights. So, like, the the plus side to it was that, um, <clears throat> you know, I went and had me a drink and a burger at a place that the tables were, like, very separate, separate from the other ones. Mm-hmm. And I could plug up my iPad and do my assignment and, like, watch something and eat my burger in peace. And I didn't have to race to my gate or anything. Um, but the problem was that the flight kept getting delayed. It was one of those where it just kept getting delayed, which starts to get really frustrating. Awful. And then in the end, they were waiting for a flight attendant. It was just, it's very petty, but it's very like, it really just messed up my whole plan for everything. So, <coughs> excuse me. Yes. I was very annoyed. Um, and I felt bad for the flight attendant who had to race across the airport for this flight when they clearly just came off of one. Mm. And then I gave you all a very large petty peeve in the pre-show. Oh, yes. Um, because, you know, there's always airplane adventures. But anyway, that is our time for the night. Thank you all so much for joining us for another episode Thank you of guys. Getting Grown. We appreciate your patience. Yeah, and uh, thank y'all um, for understanding that you know I'm not feeling. We just ain't amazing. got it. I'm not feeling <laughs> amazing right now, but no, wanted to 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 honor the commitment and show up. And now that we have done our due diligence, I am going to turn off these lights and this computer. Good, good. Don't do another single thing. And in the morning, you wake up and you figure out. Right. Your next plans. For we will sure. see you all next week. Love um, y'all. With more energy. Yes. Better spirits, hopefully. Better spirits. Pray for <laughs> us. Pray for us. Okay. And pray for the Dean. Oh, gosh. And that boy. Because I pray that they I, stay away from you. That's what I'm. Yeah, I, I really like. That's really pray for them because I, at this point now, reach a resolve and that there's you nothing can. but a fire in my eyes. There's just, no resolve at this point. No, no, no. There's, but I just want, when I say resolve, I want. I don't want this to throw you off course no. in terms of. Oh, when I tell you, I made the most beautiful tart today. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I'll show you all. The Patreon. Oh, speaking of tarts, I made I'm going to watch Spring Bankage Championship. Oh, that's lovely. Is that strawberries? Is lovely? that blackberries in the middle or blueberries? Yeah. Oh, that looks it's, wonderful. It's blackberries and strawberries. And there is a, um, a pastry cream underneath. Mm-hmm. And it's in uh, a pet brise oh. shell. All of these words that I have no sense of what they mean. But I love it for you. And it's I'm gorgeous. Excited. It is very pretty. so. Thank you very but much. Thank you all um, again yes. <laughs> for your for just being dope for holding us down. All the love we got last week on our anniversary episode. Shout out to everyone 
it's y'all's anniversary too because we yes it is the table together so congratulations to you all yes um for for you know it's a big deal getting girls five years old and we love y'all down we do we love you boots but in the meantime and in between time drink that water please please moisturize the inside and flush out all the toxins yes also, go ahead and moisturize your situation by minding your business. Most, most important. Uh, especially when your business is the issue. Absolutely. Okay? Wink, wink. <laughs> and lastly, make sure you lotion every bit of that body. Each, Even in these changing seasons, although place. winter refuses to leave. She's like a squatter. She uh, holding on, isn't but, she? Holding on, but make sure you are lotioning up and getting in between those crevices and those hands and them feet, them ankles, and behind them ears. Why, sis? Because your black will crack if it's dry. Bye. Peace out, y'all. <laughs>